Hey, Spark, my name is Debbie Kamal Bell, and I'm a comedian. I'm a comedian! I'm a funny guy. You don't normally have funny people on Spark, not comedians, but I'm here. I'm a comedian because I say important things that you need to hear. I've been doing comedy for, what, like 12, 13 years now, since I moved out here to San Francisco from Chicago. I used to just be a stand-up comic in the clubs, but uh, now I have my own solo show, The W. Kamal Bell Curve, ending racism in about an hour. Bring a friend of a different race, get in two for one. People who wear turbans in America, for the most part, are not Arabs. They are what? Sikhs. Oh, good. We're in the Bay Area. And Sikhs are pacifists. So if you see a guy in a turban and you're afraid of him, the scariest thing might be he might hug you too long. Ah, I love ya. Race and ethnicity, this is all made up shit, people. It's all Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> it's all fantasy football. It doesn't really mean anything. We're just, this is how we choose to divide people. It's all about ending racism, this show, and I mean, that's kind of a joke, but it's actually a serious aspect of the show that I do want people to actually walk out talking about racism in different ways. I don't ever really have open discussions about race. Normally it's quiet, it's amongst only our group. That's what the show is about. When I started doing comedy, I was like a lot of comedians, you're just trying to be funny. You just sort of take out ideas. Is this funny? No, okay, no. What about this one? The, no, okay. This, oh, that one's funny? Okay, hold on, hold on, let's polish it up. And then I had jokes about race. And what I found out was that whenever I did the jokes about race, the people would get, sometimes they would get tense and it became too heavy and then comedy wasn't fun and so I kept going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And then finally, it's been through having my own solo show that because an audience shows up knowing I'm gonna talk about race, that it leaves me open to talk about race in ways I can never really get away with in a comedy club. That's why I hope the black leader we get is Barack Obama, the black center of Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. That dude is cool. People say he's gonna be president someday. My question is, president of what? Because one day there may be a black president, but there will never be a black president named Barack Obama. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's too black. So yeah, that was me on Comedy Central in 2005 talking about how there'd never be a black president named Barack Obama. Uh, it's not that I didn't want a black president named Barack Obama, I just thought that we were sort of like not ready for either a black president or a guy whose name was so black. I think when we imagine the first black president, I don't think we imagine it to be Barack Obama. I think, especially black people, I think we have some idea that the first black president would be some like, you know, like they get the DNA of Martin Luther King Jr. and splash together with a young Cassius Clay and put the Malcolm X's brain in there and raise him in Detroit and you'd be like, I'm the black president! Ah! <laughs> you like a superhero. <laughs> But it's like Barack's story is not that story. He, Barack was born in Hawaii, grew up in Indonesia, went to college at Harvard. He could have kept going that direction. But there's a very specific point in Barack Obama's life where he decided to claim his African-American heritage. How did he do that? He went to the blackest place in America, the south side of Chicago. And he decided to become a community organizer. Like, that was going to help his resume. <laughs> Just because Obama won, people have this idea that there's no more racism in America. And I feel like there's just a lot more racism out there that we're all experiencing and practicing every day that we don't talk about. And I want the show to highlight that stuff. Do you find yourself feeling fatigued, low on energy? Are you unpopular with your friends? Do you sometimes walk around wondering, what's going on in my life? Well, you just may be suffering the effects of racism. Welcome to Racism 101.
Whenever we talk about racism, we usually focus on like level five racism. That's the scary racism. The racism we read about in the history books. The racism we see on the 11 o'clock news. We call that Texas racism. But what about all those other levels of racism? We never talk about those. Like level one racism. It happens every day, usually around the water cooler, at the Xerox machine, often while holding a latte. We call that Berkeley racism. We're gonna talk about all this and more today on Racism 101. As I said earlier, I think, uh, you know, race is all like a made-up concept that we made up to keep people apart. I don't know if we made it up, but it was made up to keep people divided. Uh, I feel like, you know, it doesn't even make sense. I feel like there's better ways to divide people if that's what you want to, if you want to divide people, if that's what you want to do. Like, you know, for example, I think there's only two different types of people. People who believe that the best Thanksgiving dessert is pumpkin pie. And people who know those people are crazy and know it's sweet potato pie. Mobile, Alabama, where my dad's family is from, everybody, everybody's grandmother and aunt knows how to make a sweet potato pie. So I am using a recipe, of course, that I got off the internet because it's the 21st century and I'm not surrounded by sweet potato pie eaters anymore. I'm surrounded on all sides by pumpkin pie eaters. And in fact, I'm about to get married into a pumpkin pie family. And now it's at the point in my life where I'm gonna make some changes. March 21st of next year, I'm getting married. I should have told you she, uh, she's white. Oh. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I know, statistically, 46% of the audience doesn't want to clap anymore. I'm about to have some interracial marriage happening. My uh, fiance is white. Uh, I'm black. People also think interracial relationships are somehow easier. Like, it's not a real relationship. Like, oh, he couldn't handle one of his own, so he had to go outside to find somebody easier. And it's like, that's not true. Everything that you, everything about a relationship that's outside of just two people from the same group falling in love with each other, everything that's extra makes it harder. So recently, I made a sweet potato pie for Melissa and her family for Thanksgiving. And Melissa had a piece, and I had a piece, but most people were kind of afraid. So now we're making another one, see how this one goes down. So you've never had a sweet potato pie, Mike? I've never had a sweet potato pie, so I'm actually very excited about this. Had you ever heard of a sweet potato pie? I had pie? heard of sweet potato pie, yes. I, you know, that it was kind of a uh, so Thanksgiving holiday. It is kind of a one or the other sweet potato pumpkin pie. How much sugar was it? One full cup of uh, apparently white sugar. Oh, that's racist. Mm-hmm. I know the internet didn't say brown sugar, but uh, my internal black meter is saying brown sugar. So, Mike, this is your uh, very first, very first sweet, sweet potato, potato pie, pie experience. See, everybody, this is what it's all about. Togetherness. Black people, white people, sharing experiences. Trying something new, trying commonalities. Something it's good. See? It's really good. It's, yes, it is really good. No, seriously, and the white people now that we've helped elect the first black president, let's move on to stage two of the plan. It's called Make a Black Friend. <laughs> Don't get too close I can feel your tension. You already have a black friend. Make a 
doing, all right? Somebody, if your dog gets cancer, you can call them. And even though they don't want to talk to you about it, they have to listen because you're their friend. You're not a friend I'm talking about. So that's it, Spark. That's, that's a little snapshot window on W. Kamau Bell and the life of W. Kamau Bell. I think I do the show because I want people to start talking about race in new and different ways that we don't normally do it. I'm not trying to smooth this all out and eliminate diversity. I'm also not really trying to celebrate diversity. I'm just saying there is diversity and let's acknowledge it. We got a black president. Things might change, but that isn't, the change doesn't have to end there. Let's change lots of stuff. Let's constantly be trying to change. And right now, I'm gonna have some pie. Sweet potato pie. It looks better than a pumpkin pie. It just looks, it just, it looks more peaceful. I think I can hear Negro spiritual. Yep, that's a good pie.